Looking to make some extra cash? Check out Swagbucks. This is one of my favorite cashback sites because of all of their money-making deals, where they will pay you Swagbucks points to try out different subscriptions, donate to different charities, and more. You can cash out for Amazon gift cards, Visa gift cards, or even PayPal payments. And each month, you can get a $25 gift card for only 2,200 points, which is an additional 12% savings. Check out the link in the show notes to try out Swagbucks. Thank you to Swagbucks for partnering with this episode of the GeoBreeze Travel Podcast. Welcome to the GeoBreeze Travel Podcast, a show for anyone wanting to level up their travel hacking lifestyle. I'm your host, Julia Menez. I'm a travel hacker, coach, speaker, Filipina-American ENTJ who loves solid travel gear and using shortcuts on spreadsheets. On this show, I'm on a mission to bring you travel hackers from all walks of life to help you level up your travel hacking game. We dive into credit cards, miles, points, strategy, mindset, and the secrets behind how to travel the world for next to no cost. So let's get hacking. I thought I was going to give myself a medal because I was like, this is this is the best redemption I've ever done. And it was the most recent as well. And I am so ready for the next one. But the amount of money that this trip would have cost was absolutely ridiculous. But to, to be able to accomplish it and to be able to make it happen and know that I'm never going to spend $45,000 on a vacation if I don't have to, you know, is, is, it's just amazing. It's like, this is possible. And this is so easy. This redemption was easy. Anybody could do it. Anybody can mimic it. Anybody can make it happen. There was nothing difficult about this one. Oh, so I want to share it with everyone. I want everyone to do it. And everyone needs to see the Seychelles. And, you know, and even if you don't see, see the Seychelles, it's, you know, it's, it's still an opportunity to go to that side of the world and do the exact same thing. Hey there, points people. You just heard a clip from the Deal Duchess, Mahogany Ratcliffe Albritton. Mahogany believes in exploring the world and its infinite possibilities. She realizes that so many people are confined to their immediate surroundings because of resources, and she's determined to change that. The Deal Duchess has been traveling the world for pennies for over a decade and has set out to show others how to live a life of luxury on a budget. Mahogany creates aspirational content and provides Zoom courses to educate others on leveraging credit to redeem miles and points for cheap travel. She also frequently shares travel deals to make the world a more accessible place for all. If you are looking to travel more on American Airlines, check out the City Advantage Executive World Elite MasterCard. This card is a premium American Airlines co-branded card that includes access to the Admiral Club Lounge, free check baggage, priority boarding, $100 TSA pre-check credit, and more. Remember, never, ever, ever apply for a credit card through Google. Always use a friend or creator's referral links. If you are interested in supporting this show when you apply for your next card, or want to learn more about the City Advantage Executive World Elite MasterCard, check out the link in the show notes. And now, on with the show. Hey, Mahogany, welcome to the GeoBreeze Travel Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk to you. I'm so excited to have you here today and to learn all about your travel style, your points and miles strategy. But before we get into all of that, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into the wonderful game of points and miles. So my background, I work in sports marketing, so it has nothing to do with travel, but it's sports is my life. It's everything that I love and adore, and then travel comes right up after it. So I got into the travel hacking and deal finding years ago just because I was broke. So it was like, I still want to travel. I still want to explore the world. 
but I don't have the means to do so. And I figured out ways to make things happen without, without going even further broke. So I just started with one of those debit cards back in the day that gave me points. And I was able to just kind of go to uh, different places, you know, New York and, you know, cities here in London and, and those kinds of things. And then I just started following other people and figuring out ways to make it bigger. What were some of the first cards that you got back in the day? I had an Alaska Airlines debit card. And I swear it took me forever to accumulate accumulate miles. I had no idea about people having credit cards because, well, basically my credit stunk then. You know, I, was, I had like a, my first credit card was like a Burdine's, which is like a Macy's in Florida. Burdine's card at like 15. So I screwed up my credit like pretty bad. And then student loans and whatever. So I wasn't really into credit cards today. But I got, I got a debit card. I can, you know, I can catch flights. This is perfect. So I did that. And then um, I'm going to date myself. U.S. Air was like my, one of my first cards. U.S. Air is now American Airlines. So it, it went and it changed over to Barclays. So that U.S. Air card got me all the miles. And then I just started, you know, getting pumped about what else can I do? And didn't realize that this credit card game was going to make my credit score rise. So that's how I basically got started. Like, oh, I should get more because here comes my credit shooting up. What were some of the first redemptions that you had with U.S. Air and Alaska and all those back in the day? So the U.S. Air, well, actually the Alaska card got me back and forth to New York. I moved to L.A. from New York. And I was uh, missing New York so much. And I was like, well, I'm not paying $250, $300 to you know, go back and forth from LA to New York. Again, broke. So that Alaska Airlines card definitely got me back and forth. It was like you know, 12,500 miles to get back and forth. So I used that thing for a few things. in US Air, again, it was mostly domestic. It was just getting home to Tampa or to Miami to go party or something like that. So it was mostly domestic flights that I could get for 12,500 or if there was a sale like 9,000 miles, I was, I was on every sale possible. They didn't have many sale redemptions like they do now, but 12,500 miles wasn't too bad to get to the other side of the country. Nice. What did you do with the U.S. Air ones? The U.S. Air ones was definitely to go home to Tampa to for, for holidays. The holidays were so expensive. And for some reason, U.S. Air actually had redemption availabilities for holidays. And I was home. I was so homesick. I, was, I thought I would never be able to go home, especially $600, $700 to get home during the holidays. But... That good old U.S. Air came in, in, in handy. And then when it changed over to Barclays, I was like, what is this this red card they sent me? I realized that I hadn't gotten a sub for the Barclays card. So I just closed that card, opened up the Barclays card and got the sub there. And I did that twice. <laughs> so I think I've had that card three times already. And it's gotten me to Africa because, you know, using American Airlines points, um, to fly in Qatar is my wonderful sweet spot. So I've, you know, that's gotten me 
everywhere. And I'm, I'm loving, I'm the lover of American Airlines miles for sure. Nice. Any mistakes that you made early on when you first got into points and miles that you want to warn our listeners? Don't do this kids. I just opened up cards just to open up cards. I didn't think about what am I going to do with these points or is this airline even a base where I am or, you know, the Delta card, everybody that I know their first card, like their first like big card is the Delta Amex Gold. And so and everybody that DMs me is like, what do you think about the Delta Amex Gold? And it's great if you live in Atlanta or you fly Delta very often or whatever. But mine was just, I sat on those points for years and I probably still have the same Delta points that started, you know, that's that I got from my Delta Amex Gold. So I think just not having a plan when you open up cards was was my thing is like, I'm just going to open them up, get the points and figure out how to go from there and, or not go. Cause usually I wasn't going because what am I going to do with these miles? So that's the thing is just watch out, just make a plan before you, before you apply. And once you get them, know what to know what to do with the research them. There's so many blocks that can tell you, Hey, you have these points. This is what you should do with it. The sweet spots. What can I use my Delta miles on without using my, you know, without using them for hotels or some crazy, you know, redemption, things like that. So, yeah, made a lot of mistakes. Did you ever have points expire on you back in the day from not knowing what to do with them? So my U.S. air points, and I'm really mad because I did not know that points expired. And so they were like sending me these emails like, hey, get these magazines or get, you know, get this or whatever. I'm like, are you sending me emails about magazines for like these points are we're gonna we're gonna fly on these and one day I logged in and those bad boys were gone I was so heartbroken and I'm like oh so I really have to make moves like I'm supposed to like spend money or you know book a flight or do something to keep my points like why didn't you tell me and I they told me but you know 12,000 emails and the inbox that haven't been read you you miss out on on your point so guys do something I think then you know and again this was way back in the day so it was probably like 20,000 points but that's like that could have been like a round trip somewhere that could have you know almost a round trip somewhere so yeah watch out for your points I don't know the valuation of USA or points back in the day but I'm gonna guess that's at least $200 worth of points yeah, I screwed up big time. And, yeah. you know, for a person who, you know, I, I think I was working part time then and working in part time in news. So, you know, we make no money. So I, I couldn't afford to lose $200, you know. So that was kind of kind of broke my heart. And you just, you know, you brought it back up. <laughs> so for anybody who might be facing the same situation, the way to do this, especially because we're all stuck in the pandemic and you're like, well, I can't get points in or out because I'm not traveling. What you do is you go to the shopping portal associated with that airline because almost all airlines have a shopping portal. So let's say you have American Airlines points that are about to expire. Go to the American Airlines shopping portal, buy something like socks, something, earn like five points into your account worth five cents. And then 
suddenly your account has been active. So you have another 18 months before they expire due to inactivity. And that is how you avoid the heartbreak of losing all your points. Where were you that long ago? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes time heals and sometimes we never forget our first mistakes with points and miles. Yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a ride, but I'll I'll never do that again, ever. So what were some of your next moves once you're like, oh, my points disappeared? Obviously, you didn't just give up on the game. What were some of the next cards that you opened? And were you diving in really deep at this point or just kind of taking it one step at a time? I still was tiptoeing only because I was finding major deals, cash deals. So I didn't necessarily try to use my points. I'm, I'm, I'm more of like an inspirational, like I just need something huge or big to use my points on. So I was still tiptoeing. Again, I got the, the Barclays cards. I got all of them a few times. And I, I ran down every um, American Airlines card you can get. So all the business cards and all the personal cards. Did the same with Delta, even though I didn't really fly on Delta. And so I was doing... Lots of cash redemptions, lots of flying overseas using cash. Then if it's something huge, I was like, okay, I'm going to Africa. I'm going to go to London and I'll do a long trip. So I was working in sports and they, it was freelance and they were like, goodbye, we're done with you, whatever. So I was like, okay, this is my time. So I, I just made this huge redemption. I was like, I'm going to do London. Then go to Paris and Milan, Milan and Dubai. Don't know how I'm going to do it, but I think I spent um, about three months because I knew what my, my freelance was going to be over. And I spent about three months trying to figure out how to do it. Um, again, American Airlines points will get you absolutely everywhere. And so that was like my major focus is just acquiring American Airlines points and just using it for different airlines and using it for partner airlines. And, and then again, I said I had the, the Delta points. So KLM got me over to London and just bounced throughout. And that was my like first big redemption. I was so incredibly proud of myself because it was so many different pieces of the puzzle that you have to fit together. And I didn't think I'd ever be able to do some, you know, do something like that. Like if you would have told me like five minutes, five minutes down. Um, before that, I mean, five years before that, that I would be able to make a redemption with all points to all of these parts of the world and then get my butt back home, I would have like, I would have told you you were crazy. So that was like, that was my real intro into like, ah, I can go anywhere. Was this a solo trip or were you doing this for a family? So this was, uh, this was the beginning with the solo trip. So I went to London by myself. And then I met up with my girlfriend. So I didn't, they, they paid cash. I did not, I, I can't do it for everybody else. I can do it for myself, but just trying to book with so many different people was, it was not going to work at all. So they had to figure that out on their, their own. <laughs> so walk us through the process of this a little bit. Like what was each segment and did you book it? all on one itinerary. Walk us through a little bit if somebody wanted to recreate this trip that you did, how would they do that? From LAX to, I think, Heathrow, it was a KLM flight that I booked on Delta with Point. And then everything was broken up. So from London to Paris was an Air France 
flight again, Delta Point. Let me see if I can remember. Paris to Milan. Can't remember what that was. I feel like that was past. That was like a $40 Ryanair flight or something like that. Ugh. Rough. And then Milan to Dubai, Qatar, I believe. And that was American Point. It had to be Qatar because that was American Point. And Dubai back home to LAX was Etihad. And I don't remember how I got that because that was had to be like American Express Point. It was all ridiculously expensive and all different points. Every every little step was different points. So keeping it all together was very difficult. Don't know how I did it because then back then we didn't have apps and stuff like that to keep us keep us organized. Like I don't even know. I think I probably had like one of those um planners now that just writing down things and keeping keeping it. Can't remember, but golly, I'm not doing that ever again. <laughs> I'm going to stick with one, you know, one type of point or mile system because this is that was a little bit difficult for me. Was all of this in economy or business class? Okay, so this, this was back this was back before I discovered the luxury of business class. So this is definitely all economy. I have only recently grown up gotten a couple of dollars and been able to spend more and then you know get more more points so yeah I was living I was living in an economy back then for sure now everything is is different now so we can we can book business class and and experience the the good life but I say work with where you are you know don't go some don't don't stay home because you can't fly business or first class. Don't stay home, go. I know a lot of my friends are like, if it's over five hours, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna fly an economy, but you're not flying. You're not going anywhere. You're just looking and you're liking everybody's pictures on Instagram and you're saying, I would love to be there with you. Well, go, you know, go and sit, sit in economy and eat their nice little food and have a drink because it's free and call it a day. But yeah, for, as for me, <laughs> I enjoy business class. So tell us about a business class trip that you have gotten to book recently and break down as many details as you can for us. What were you flying? What did you transfer? How did you get the points? How many points? How much would it have cost if you didn't have points? All the details. What's your favorite business class trip you've taken? So, you know, COVID has struck us so hard and we had been looking forward to just getting away. So we decided. Seychelles was the place to be. I said I would do the entire booking on point. I mean, from flight to hotel. So we got American Airlines points. We booked 140000 for Qatar Q Suite, which is the live flat bed. Absolutely amazing. Is that 140,000 points per person one way? Yes, that's 140,000 points round trip per person. And that's American Airlines point. You don't have to transfer them to Qatar. You can actually just book on the American Airlines site. I actually did it separately because my husband has his own American Airlines miles and I have mine. So one way for both of us on his account. And I did one way up for both of us on my account. So mine was what, 70,000 one way and $30 cash redemption. His was 70,000 um, one way returning 
and seventy uh, and thirty dollars cash. Did I say seventy and thirty dollars cash? Yeah. So it ended up being one hundred and forty thousand points round trip plus one hundred dollars in taxes and fees per person. Per person, yeah. I wish it was per two, but yeah. per person it was one hundred and forty thousand points. So we used those those American Airlines miles to get there. No transferring necessary. When we got there, we stayed at the Hilton North Home. We got a um, beautiful pool villa. So it overlooks the ocean, has your private pool. I believe the cost, I'm sorry, let's go back to the cost of the flight. Now, for some reason, our dates, these flights probably should cost around five. Five to seven thousand dollars. Our dates were ridiculous. Just for one way, it was like seventeen thousand dollars. So it would probably been a twenty thousand dollar flight. Don't know who was paying that. It wasn't going to be me. But our dates were in May, and it was a perfect, uh, perfect, I guess, time frame between rainy season and busy season. So I guess everybody's trying to go with that that point. So that's why it was so expensive. Was that $20,000 per person that you would have Per person. It was going to be $20,000 per person. And I'm like, what? This must, there must be like a one. I don't know. I was scratching my screen to see if the one was just like, you know, a mistake with the $17,000. I don't know what that date was. They had changed, you know, again, it was COVID. So they had changed to um, only flying maybe three routes a week or something like that. So I guess that's why it was so expensive, but it was going to be $20,000 per person. And so instead, you spent 140,000 points plus $100 per person. If you are listening to this episode thinking, I want to travel like this, but I need step-by-step directions. One of the best ways to level up your travel game is by meeting with other points people. I give away a free one-on-one coaching call each week. The secret link to sign up is in my weekly newsletter, which goes out every Monday, and it's first come, first serve to grab the free call. Also, I host a masterclass and group coaching session each month. And if you would like to meet in person, I will be presenting at the ZorkFest conference in Las Vegas on December 17 and 18, which is all about travel and casino loyalty programs and perks. Hope to see you there. You can find links to sign up for the newsletter, monthly masterclass, ZorkFest, and Patreon which gets you access to the masterclasses and also recordings of all past events in the show notes. This week's Patreon shout out goes out to Jackie. Thank you so much for being a part of the GeoBreeze Travel Patreon community. And these 140,000 points were gained by, I think my husband got the um, American Airlines City MasterCard business. And I think that at that time it was about 65,000 points on sign up. And then he had gotten the Barclays business, which was about seventy thousand dollars, seventy thousand points. So he had already had, you know, a little bit of bank of American points. So you know, that's how we got the one hundred forty thousand from for him. And I had already had the American Airlines card, so I'd already had like a stash. But basically, all of the American Airlines cards I had, and that's how we got the stash of one hundred forty thousand points to get this together. So were you just banking up sign-up bonuses for American Express cards and that's how you got to 140000 It's not from like business spend or anything like that? Absolutely not. I think we were, it's American Airlines cards, every, every one of them with the sign-up bonuses. And we banked all those. You know, we 
spend a little a little bit and we maximize our spends based on the points or whatever, but our spend is more on our American Express cards and our, on our Chase uh, Sapphire preferred cards. So on these co-branded cards, we don't spend as much. We just use our, our, um, our you know, our sign-up bonuses. So. Sam, you might've mentioned this already. Was this direct or what was your route going through there? So we stopped at Doha. To get to Seychelles, the Doha layover was about seven hours, I believe. But they've got the beautiful Al Marchand Lounge, I think it was called. Don't get me to pronouncing things incorrectly. But we stayed in there, we ate, we drank, we took a nap, we charged our phones, we did everything. And we had the same layover on the way back, which it was a little bit shorter. It might have been like four hours on the way back. So a lot of people are, you know, iffy on layovers, but that's the best layover I, I could possibly have in Doha. I mean, their lounge is absolutely amazing. We took a shower, you know, they take care of you. We drink plenty of champagne and, you know, you have breakfast and, and sushi for breakfast. I don't know why that happened, but it was an amazing, amazing time getting there. What is the flight time between Doha to the Seychelles. Is that a short flight? Is it still a long flight? I don't know. I'm bad at geography right now. I think it was a four hour flight from Doha to Seychelles. Again, they don't have, you know, they don't have two seats from Doha to Seychelles. So that on that, ooh, that's another thing. They don't have the two seats from, from Doha to Seychelles. So we were in business class there. So no, no, no bed for couples. But on the return flight, this was the iffy part. So on the return flight, when I told you that this is a very popular time period, on the return flight, we couldn't get from Seychelles to Doha. We couldn't get business. We were in economy. And I didn't want to not take the trip because, you know, we weren't going to, we're paying for business, but we couldn't get in there. So we just took the economy class and was hoping to be bumped up to business class. But there were, of course, you have limitations when you are a um, transfer, you're using transfer, I'm sorry, not, you're using partner points instead of using, you know, Qatar points. So that was our issue. But, you know, we were, it was only a four hour flight. We were fine. I was a little, you know, spoiled and I probably had a bad attitude about it, <laughs> but we made it. But just, just to warn you guys, there are mixed, but you got mixed cabins and um, you can either deal with it or just book different days and try to get, you know, business class all the way through. But you had Q Suites coming back from Doha to Los Angeles. For sure. I would not have taken, <laughs> I that's when I would have been like, okay, this is not going to happen. But we did have key suites coming back from Doha uh, to LAX. So that was the, the fun part about it. It's like, you know, four hours. I can give you four hours in economy for sure. Makes sense. All right. Tell us about this hotel that you stayed at when you were at the Seychelles. So it was the, again, Hilton North Home. It was a private villa. We booked on Chase Ultimate Rewards. I believe... For the one night, it was about 80,000 points, 70 to 80,000 points. So we, you know, we booked that, mm, I think it was three nights. We stayed there. And then we went to the Parrot Suite, Coco de Mer Parrot Suite 
on the island of Pralin. And because they on the Chase portal did not have that hotel, we used the pay yourself back feature. So we booked it and then we canceled out enough payments using point in the pay yourself back feature on the Chase portal. So we just canceled, you know, whatever they, they allowed us to cancel. So I guess it was like groceries and, and things like that. And we, we, so we didn't end up paying for it. We just got some nice little credit on our, on our, on our statement. And that was amazing. Both of those hotels were amazing. Again, traveling during COVID is just really difficult. So I gave the uh, employees at the hotel a lot of grace. They screwed up a lot. <laughs> I have to say the first hotel was just, ugh. It was rough. It was the first weekend open since, you know, since the the country opened up to tourists again. So it was rough, but it was nice to just have a pool villa and, you know, and, and relax in. But just, just know it, it's just not how it, it would be if, we're, if we weren't in a pandemic. So they, they did give us cash back. Um, they gave us some of our cash back because we, we did pay for a few things out of pocket, like experiences that just did not go well. So had I paid for the room in cash, I probably would have been pretty bummed. But since we used points, it was like, okay, you guys, yeah, you guys can screw up and I won't be too mad, but free is for me. So it was a free, free trip, basically. What is the food situation with the hotel? Did you have to go out and get food and like where a lot of restaurants open? So in the Seychelles, in the first hotel, they have a restaurant, one restaurant available that was open. The restaurants surrounding the hotel were open, but they usually have street carts as well, like a lot of street food that you can eat from, but those were not open. The hotel, thankfully, was available all night long. So you can, you know, you can order in, you can go sit down, everything was open, everything was available. The breakfast was free, which I was worried about because I did book that through Chase. And as a Hilton Honors member, you know, you get your free breakfast, but if you book it through a third party, like the Chase portal, you usually don't. But when we got there, they were like, oh, get your breakfast. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you. So I was trying to figure out how do I outsmart the system? And I was like trying to put my Hilton Honors number on the reservation and see if any of that would work. But they just gave me free breakfast anyway, so it was fine. And all of the restaurants were pretty good. I heard that, you know, food in Seychelles is not that great, but it was, we had some great food. So everything was open and, and, and fine. When you do island hopping, because you guys went between different islands, right? Is that a puddle jumper plane? Is that a boat? What is that situation? That was a puddle jumper. Oh, and it was rough because my husband was like, look, let's take the ferry, you know, whatever. And I'm like, what? The ferry, it's COVID. If the ferry decides to shut down, it's COVID and it's Africa. So if the ferry decides to shut down today, they don't give you a notice. They just, you, know, you show up and they're like, we're not riding today. So the plane is an Air Seychelles flight and it's about the same amount as a ferry. The ferry is about $150 and I think the flight was about the same. So let's just take a flight, 15 minutes. So we took the flight. Uh, It's 15 minutes and the whole time I'm like, I don't know. Have you ever seen the movie La Bamba? No. 
Yeah, okay, so it's an old movie. And Jimmy Valens was a, a rock star and is that he got in a private plane and the private plane went down. And ever since I've seen the Bamba, I'm like, I don't do small planes, right? As a kid, I'm like, I don't do small planes at all. So this whole 15 minutes, I was like, golly, holding on to my husband. My husband's looking at me like, why did we do this? He's like, I'm never doing it ever again. But I'm going to do it again because I don't want to take the ferry. So with everything that you saved in points and miles for this whole Seychelles trip, what would that have all cost? Because you said it would be 40 grand just for the two business class flights. How about the hotel? Mm -hmm. So for the hotel, it was going to be about 4,000 points, $4,000, the first hotel. And the second hotel was 850, I believe. That would have been 4850 for two hotels. We used points and then we used pay yourself back. So we paid zero um, dollars for hotels. We spent our money on COVID insurance, COVID testing, they they require a like an entrance form and that was a fee about $75, I believe. So all of our money was spent on food and paperwork. I don't think we spent a thousand dollars on this trip. That's incredible. You yeah. saved forty-five grand. Yeah. Yeah. It was the I um I thought I was going to give myself a medal because I was like, this is, this is the best redemption I've ever done. And it was the most recent as well. And I am so ready for the next one, but the amount of money that this trip would have cost was absolutely ridiculous, but to, to be able to accomplish it and to be able to make it happen and know that I'm never going to spend $45,000 on a vacation. If I don't have to, you know, is is it's just amazing. It's like this is possible, and this is so easy. This redemption was easy. Anybody could do it. Anybody can mimic it. Anybody can make it happen. There was nothing difficult about this one. Oh, so I want to share it with everyone. I want everyone to do it, and everyone needs to see the Seychelles. And you know, and even if you don't see see the Seychelles, it's, you know, it's it's still an opportunity to go to that side of the world and do the exact same thing. So what's next? Because did this wipe all of your points? Or are you starting from zero again? Or do you still have a pretty good bank and you want to do the next trip already? I still have a pretty good bank. The next trip, I can't, I can't figure it out because every day there's something new that pops up. So last night I just posted about, I want to go to, I was dreaming about Finland and Estonia for some weird reason and I was like okay I'm gonna go and, and sleep in an igloo and when I woke up there was a cheap deal to Finland and I'm like okay I can either pay cash or I can figure out how to use points to get in business so that's what I'm researching now is like a February taste the northern lights take my kid in business class and my husband and 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 go so that's what I'm working on before that dream last night it was Egypt in February we're supposed to we're gonna do Egypt and take our mothers and so I you know I, I can't really focus um on one thing at a time so we'll see that the rough part about my travel situation is I can do domestic and I can do you know I, I don't care I'll, I'll go to London for a weekend or whatever like I just 
we'll get away. But my husband has to have his date in like a year in advance. So it's kind of we're kind of like stuck on specific dates that we have to go. And I'm all about flexibility and travel. So the fact that he's not flexible, I usually go by myself. So we got, I got Guatemala coming up at the end of this month. I use Delta miles. Delta is ridiculous, has ridiculous sales on South America and Central America right now. I think Guatemala was 12,000, 12,000 Delta points round trip plus $50. And I think it's just like $99 to upgrade to first class each way. So that's a no-brainer. Although I upgraded to a trip using Delta miles last week that I wasn't able to take. And don't do that early because that redemption, that is not, does not qualify for a refund. So I won't upgrade until like the night before for sure make sure that I can take the trip. So the the next trip is going to be Guatemala on 12,000 points uh, through Delta. That sounds like an amazing next trip. I'm excited to see content on that on Instagram. Yeah, well, just cross your fingers because I don't have a days off yet. <laughs> I'm crossing my fingers for you. You're, you're going to get it. It's going to be good. All right. Well, this was an amazing story about how to save on the Seychelles and the magic of American Airlines points and how you shouldn't really use them to fly American Airlines. You should fly Q Suites or all of the other partner airlines is what you should actually do with those points. For anybody who's sitting on a bank of American Airlines, do I want to fly from like Indianapolis down to Texas with these? No, no, you don't. You want to fly somewhere in Q Suites. You want to fly to Doha. So thank you for this amazing story. What would you say is your number one piece of points and miles advice for everybody listening today? I am all about chasing the deal. A lot of people have just locations that they want to visit and they are stuck on that. I want to visit everywhere in the world. And I say everywhere is on my list. So I'll chase the deal, figure out the deal first, and the location will follow soon enough. Chase the deal, guys. Awesome. That is fantastic advice. And speaking of fantastic advice, can you recommend somebody else on the internet that listeners should go follow on Instagram for awesome points and miles tips? I absolutely love Calculated Opulence on Instagram. You guys follow her. She has amazing uh, insights and just inspirational just travel. You know, there's she's beautiful and, you know, she's got glorious clothes and earrings and just Everything is fabulous about her. So if you love fabulosity and fabulous travel, then follow her. Fantastic. And where can we find you on the internet? I am all over. DealDuchess.com is my website. DealDuchessLA on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Sounds good. Well, thank you again, Mahogany, so much for coming onto the show today, sharing your fantastic story and how we can use the magic of American Airlines points because... I know that a lot of people have been complaining about AA lately being like, oh, I just, I don't like the airlines anymore. Or the food's not good. That's not what you actually are supposed to use your miles on. So take those American Airlines miles and use them on Q Suites. That's right. Explore elsewhere. <laughs> right. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the show. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the GeoBreeze Travel Podcast. If any of the cards mentioned in today's episode piqued your interest, please check out the links in the show notes for more information on any of the cards. Also, if you apply for a card using the links on that page, I may receive a commission too, so please and thank you. P.S. I hear the links work better in Internet Explorer or Safari, and sometimes the credit card applications tend to glitch out in Chrome. Additionally, it would mean the world to me if you could subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and share it with a friend. And if you would like to make even more travel hacking friends, please sign up for the Patreon to access our monthly masterclass hangouts. We dive deep into a particular points program each month, and you'll get to ask all of your travel hacking questions and enjoy being around other people who enjoy points and miles just as much as you and I do. If you would like an invite to the next one, head over to geobreezetravel.com hangouts to sign up to be on the invite list. Take care and happy travels!